We are on Ksubis Choftes Amar Aleph 29A1 in the Arts of Gemara as we begin a new parak of Elu Naros. This is a totally new topic, uh, not really connected to the first two chapters of Ksubis. Uh, and this chapter, we'll just give a brief introduction to the chapter as a whole. You could also find in the Arshul Gemara, right before this uh, parak, they have a nice little introduction as well. Um, there are two general topics being discussed uh, in the Mishnayos, at the very least. The Gemara goes on various tangents. Um, but the first topic is the situation of an ones or a mifata. Ones and mifata is referring to a case of ones is a rape. Uh, where somebody rapes somebody else, and mefata is where a man seduces somebody else. Um, and these are found in the Torah in two different places, one in the context of somebody who seduces somebody else. This is referring to outside the context of marriage, where a man seduces a woman to have sexual relations. Um, and then there is the situation of where a man rapes, um, God forbid, another uh, a woman, um, and before we even get on to the, what the Torah says with regards to the Psukim of the Torah, just to discuss the basics beforehand. So first of all, in a halacha in Jewish law, uh, sexual relations outside the context of marriage is not allowed. And so therefore, if they are seduced, uh, so then there are various ramifications or repercussions. Uh, and certainly, obviously, when there is a rape which occurs, so then that also... Uh, has ramifications. Now, what are those ramifications? So it could fall under two separate categories. Two separate categories. One category is what we will uh, get to, which is what the Torah describes. But the other category is in its most basic form is about regular, what we refer to as nazikin, the laws of damages, of causing pain and suffering to another person. And so this would fall under, whether it's uh, the more obvious one of a rape, but even if it's being seduced, uh, which uh, will lead to sexual relations, and then it creates, creates a certain amount of embarrassment to her afterwards because it's outside the context of marriage. Um, and according to halacha, uh, Jewish law says that it has to be within the context of marriage. So this is basically regular nizikin, regular damage that's caused to a person. Now, we are right now learning ksubis. Ksubis is within the seder nashim. It's within the general category of issues dealing with marriage and relationships and the like. Um, there is a whole separate, which God willing we'll get to in a few years, a whole separate seder of nizikin, of the laws of damages. And so part of this really falls under the laws of damages. So within that, a brief introduction to damages is that whenever somebody damages somebody else, there's always five things to consider in terms of how much, what they have to pay back, how much how much they would have to pay back. One is just the regular damage that it causes, the the, the, the value of the damage. Another one is to to put in to, to try to put into monetary terms the pain that is caused to the person, the amount that they have to pay for going to a doctor to get healed, um, the amount uh, of time that they lose from working, that's referred to as sheves, and then boshes, and the embarrassment that is incurred. Five different things. Nezek, tsa, ripui, sheves, and boshes. Again, the actual damage that, that, that was incurred, how much that costs, the pain involved, we, we put a number to that. We put a number to the, uh, to the doctor fees, uh, to the fact that they can't work. And the last one is to the shame and to the embarrassment. And so 
just like any other form of damages, when it comes to both, when it comes to both rape and when it comes to seducing, there is there are damages which they have to pay for. And so the Gemara, we will see later on, it's not discussed in this week's stuff, but it's discussed in the chapter as a whole. And so really, this is just a side note, uh, to really appreciate the entire topic that we'll be discussing here over the course of this chapter, it's really important to see the chapter as a whole because there, there are be points that we're going to get to that we haven't, that we can't get to at the very beginning that will give you a complete picture as we continue on in the chapter. So there could be questions which come up. How could this be? What about the following situation, the following scenario? So God willing, as we go through the entire chapter, we'll be able to address uh, all, hopefully most, if not all, of these different scenarios. But when it comes to a person uh, seducing somebody else or uh, raping, God forbid, somebody else, uh, so then... Uh, there, there are there are damages which are incurred, and so the Gemara will explain later on. It will explain that let's say it's a case of um, let's say it's a case of just of seduction of a man seducing somebody outside the context of marriage. So then, in that case, they have to pay for the humiliation, for the humiliation uh, that Boshe Supagam for the humiliation that's caused, and also the Pekam. The, the, cha- the change in her status, that she's now lowered, there's a pegam, there's a, some sort of uh, how others view her, the, the, the depreciation that's involved within that, um, and that's, uh, that's a payment uh, that uh, he would have to pay her just by having sexual relations outside the context of marriage. Uh, when it's done through rape, so in addition to that, the Gemara explains that you would have to pay that, everything we've mentioned until now, but also you'd have to pay for the pain, for the pain and the suffering that you caused uh, this person. And so that's all within damages. Now, the Gemara doesn't discuss also doctor's fees, but uh, it's definitely understandable that in today's day and age where we understand the need for them uh, to go to therapy and, and much healing has to, be, uh, has to happen, uh, so then they would also presumably also have to pay for the, for the, for the therapist fees and for the doctor fees. Uh, that happens through through this entire process, but that's all within the context of damages. That's all within the context of damages. In addition to that, so then within a very limited number of scenarios, there's something else referred to as a knas. So everything we've been discussing until now is about damages. Now we have the concept of knas. Knas is uh, in a limited number of cases where there's a certain fine. Not related to the damages. There's just a fine that the Torah puts on this seducer or this uh, rapist um, where it's found in the Torah in a few psukim, found in two different places in the Torah. Um, one in Sefer Dvarim, one in Sefer Shemos, two different places in the Torah where essentially there is a fine independent, again, independent of the damages. There's a fine where... If somebody seduces or if they if they rape somebody else, so then they have to pay uh, a certain amount. They have to pay uh, 50 shkalim. We'll get to a lot of the details as we go through the chapter. Uh, they have to pay 50 shkalim to uh, presumably to the father of this girl. And we're specifically talking about in the case of a girl who is between the age of 12 and 12 and a half. It's referring to a girl of a very specific limited scenario uh, between 12 and 12 and a half where... Uh, whether it's seduction or whether it is um, through rape, there is this fine of 50 shkalim. Again, in every other case, 
In all cases, we have just the regular damages which a person would have to pay for for, for committing these uh, horrific acts. Um, but independent of that, there's also a fine which is placed upon uh, the man if it's within this case of, of, of having sexual relations with this girl who's between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. Um, now, it is also important to point out that there are slight differences between a, within this fine between uh, a seduction and a rape. When it comes to a rape, uh, there is assuming that uh, the father and the girl are, um, in, are support this, they, he would have an obligation to marry her. Uh, he would have an obligation to marry her and he cannot get divorced. Um, and he has to pay her. In addition to the fine of paying her, he would also have to marry her. Again, if the girl doesn't want it and the father doesn't want it, so then uh, they don't have to go through with this. But uh, if they do want it, so then he would have to marry her. When it comes to being seduced, so then it's really either or. Either they get married, uh, again, assuming that uh, she wants it and the father wants it uh, and he wants it, so then they can get married. If they don't get married, so then this fine is put into place. This fine of 50 shekel is then put into place. So if it's a case of a rape, so then both are required uh, to marry and to pay 50 shekel. In a case of a seduction, so then it's either or. It's either marriage, and if he doesn't want to marry, so then you pay 50 shekel. For, for both cases, if she doesn't want to go through with this, or if he doesn't want to, the father doesn't want to go through with this, so then we don't go through with this. We don't force them. We don't force them to do this. But if they want to do this, perhaps because uh, it's going to be more difficult for them to get married in the future, and so therefore we want to create a scenario where she at least has the ability to get married to somebody. Uh, perhaps that's the logic behind it. But either way, it's it's a fine that we place upon them. Again, independent of all the damages uh, that should exist in any other normal. Uh, None of these are normal scenarios, but in any other scenario where the girl is either under the age of 12 or above the age of 12 and a half, but there is this fine which is put in place specifically within the context of this girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. Okay, that is one part, one introduction to this chapter. The second introduction to this chapter is the concept of what happens when a person commits a crime which has multiple penalties, multiple penalties. This is referred to as Kimle Bidrabamine, that let's say they are obligated to get the death penalty, and at the same time they perform an act which is deserving of both the death penalty and they have to pay uh, they have to pay damages. So the law is is that, and we'll discuss this in great detail as we go through the chapter, as we go through the parak, uh, they only have to pay, sorry, not pay, but they, they only receive the punishment of the stricter punishment, and they don't receive the Second punishment, they only have they only have the stricter punishment. They get the death penalty in that case, but they wouldn't have to pay for damages. And so, when does this apply? Does it apply to all punishments? Not to all punishments. What happens? What type of payment? What about if it's a fine? Uh, so all these details. What if it's not death? But what happens if it's they receive l- malchos? They receive lashes? Or what if it's not death? But uh, they receive kares, which is not a death penalty by the court, but it's a form of kares of an early death by Hashem. Um, so. What would happen in all these different scenarios? So that's going to be discussed throughout the chapter, throughout the parak. Okay, with that introduction, let's begin the Mishnah. We'll, we'll just read the Mishnah for today's class. Says the Mishnah, The following Na'aros. Uh, again, a Na'ara, just in terms of understanding terms, a Kitana is a girl who is a minor, which is under the age of 12. A Na'ara is a girl 
who is between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. And then a bogeres is somebody who's above the age of 12 and a half. So a nara, we're referring to here a nara who's between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. And she's also a virgin. That has to be a case where she's a virgin. So the following uh, girls, they have, they receive, uh, if somebody uh, seduces them or uh, rapes them, so then they would have the following kanas, the following fine. Again, we're only referring to the fine here. There's a separate discussion about all the damages that's caused and paying for the damages. But here we're referring to just the fine of 50 shkalim. The following uh, groups also have the following, the, the, the fine. And we'll see that each group, there's a certain reason why the Mishnah is mentioning it. Obviously, if it's just your normal case, the Mishnah is not discussing normal cases, as the Gemara will mention. It's not discussing normal cases. It's discussing cases where you might think that the fine would not exist. The point of the Mishnah is to tell you that, no, the fine really does exist. The next Mishnah, which we'll get to eventually, will then give you the list of of Na'aros, of girls who are between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, where the fine does not exist, where there is no fine. Uh, but right now, this Mishnah is discussing the cases where the fine would exist. Again, in a situation where there's a rape or a seduction of a girl who's between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, and she also has to be a besula, a virgin. So group, we're going to have different groups. Group number one is, as Tosos mentions, one of the classic commentators on the page, he says that the first group is cases where, besides for the fact that you are seducing this girl or raping this girl, these are all relationships where it's uh, you are violating, they, they, they couldn't marry them or have sexual relations with them anyways because it's a, a violation of a negative commandment. What what are these three, uh, what, what falls under this group? Haba'alahamamzeres. A person who has sexual relations with a mamzeres. A mamzeres is a girl uh, who's from an, a, a severe, illicit relationship where the parents uh, were not allowed to uh, be with each other. Um, and it's of the, the highest form of uh, severity uh, in terms of that type of relationship. And so that child is a mamzeres. So if, if, if that child is a mamzeres, so then she cannot marry a regular Israel. There are certain people whom she, she can marry, but she cannot marry a regular Israel. And so therefore, just by having sexual relations, that's already a violation of a negative commandment. Uh, even if she wasn't between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, even to get married would be a violation of a negative commandment. And so even so, we still say that the fine exists. You would have thought, one would have thought that, no, maybe the fine doesn't exist based on the principle that we had earlier. That, well, anyways, there's a, there's a penalty involved. There's a separate prohibition here of the fact that he is having sexual relations with a mamzeres. You might think that there's no fine in this case. No, there is a fine. The cases where there's no fine is when the severe punishment would, let's say, be the death penalty. But over here, where the punishment is a negative commandment, let's say it will be lashes, so then there would also be this other fine of paying 50 shekel, of paying the 50 shekel. That is scenario number one within this category. Scenario number two is alan isino. What, what is this referring to? So a Nesina is referring to back in the days of Yehoshua, of Joshua, when the Jews entered into the land of Israel, there was a group of people there who were afraid for their lives because the Jewish people were conquering land in Israel. And so they basically tried to trick, and they did trick the Jewish people to say, we're not really from this land in Israel, we're from a faraway land, let us come and convert and we'll be part of the Jewish people. And they tricked the Jewish people. And um, as a result of that, they ended up converting um, and as a result of that, it's not 100% clear whether this is biblical or rabbinic, but there certainly is a prohibition. They place a prohibition 
to marry them. Once they found out that they were tricking the Jewish people, so uh, it's either done by Yoshua or later by David Amalch, King David, they, they put a ban on marrying these people. Uh, that's according to Rashi, that it's not only on a rabbinic level, there are others who say that, that this is really a violation of a biblical uh, commandment, that uh, really on a biblical level they, they cannot marry them. But either way, if somebody has sexual relations with uh, a Nasina, this category, for a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, so then there still is, even though there's already a prohibition there, but we'll still put this fine of 50 shkalim. Valakusis, and then the last case is a kusi. Who is a kusi? So a kusi is also, these are all people, also people who are not Jewish, um, and they were brought to Israel um, by an Assyrian king, and um, and they basically are, are are forced to convert out of fear. They're afraid because they're being attacked by lions, and so they, they, it's not a real conversion because they really want to join the Jewish people. It's really to get out of this uh, punishment of uh, these lions attacking them. So it wasn't really a sincere conversion, and so um, Rashi points out the classic commentator on the page. Rashi points out that. It, it wasn't really a good conversion. It was not a good conversion. And so therefore there is a prohibition to uh, marry or have sexual relations with them. But nevertheless, because it's not the death penalty, uh, so therefore the fine of 50 shkalim continues to exist in, uh, in that scenario as well. That's all group number one, where it's a, it's, it's a, uh, there, there's already a, another prohibition here, but it's not the death penalty. It's re- just a regular negative commandment. Case number two. Case number two is essentially scenarios where, let's say it's a non-Jew who converts, she's a girl who converted, uh, or she was a Jewish girl who was uh, taken into captivity, under the age of three. All these are cases under the age of three. And so therefore, if anything happened to them sexually, meaning let's say they, they were raped or or they had sexual relations under the age of three, it, halakhically it's not viewed as though they had sexual relations. Um, it doesn't impact um, her besulim. Um, it doesn't impact uh, whether we view her as a virgin or not. And so therefore, uh, it, 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 she would still be viewed as a virgin. That's what case number two is referring to. She'll still be viewed as a virgin. And as such, when she turns between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, if she's seduced or raped, so then the fine of 50 shkalim would still exist. That's case number two. Case number three are scenarios, again, where there's already another prohibition from the Torah to have this type of relationship. But again, it's not the death penalty in this case, but it's, it's the penalty of kares, of kares, which is uh, that the, the courts don't punish you, but Hashem will punish you with an early death. So what are those cases? Habala choso, somebody who has sexual relations with their sister. Again, their sister who's between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. Valachos aviv, or his father's sister. Valachos imo, his mother's sister. Valachos ishto. Or his wife's sister, Val Ashes Achiv, it has to be his brother's wife. Now, just to clarify, with regards to the brother's wife, it would have to be a scenario where they didn't have sexual relations. So that means it would have to be during the time of engagement where they didn't have sexual relations, but also they would have to get divorced. Because if they were still married, then there would be the death penalty. So that's not the case we're referring to here. Again, the whole point is that it's not a case of the death penalty, it's a case of Kares, of an early death by Hashem. So with regards to the brother's wife, it would have to be that they get divorced during the engagement. Or your father's, uh, basically your, your aunt, your father's brother's wife, Valanida, or a girl, again, between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, who is in Nida, who is still with the impurity based on the, uh, by, uh, 
by uh, by menstruating and by uh, becoming a nida. All these cases, there is a knas of fifty shekel. Even though the punishment is kares in these in this last category, still because they don't get the death penalty, so therefore uh, this fine does exist. So again, we have these three categories. Just to conclude, again, we're talking about a case here where a girl between the ages of 12 to 12 and a half, who is a virgin, is either has sexual relations either through seduction or um, through uh, rape, uh, and there's a fine put in place besides for all the damages, as we mentioned in the beginning. The fine can only be put in place if there's no other uh, other penalty of the death penalty. So the first uh, of the death penalty in the first case, it wasn't the death penalty; it was an ordinary negative commandment. In the last group, it wasn't the death penalty; it was curries. And then the middle case was cases where uh, they they are still viewed as virgins. You might have thought that they're not virgins because. Uh, they were taken into captivity, let's say, under the age of three. No, they're still viewed as virgins, and so therefore this fine would still be put into place. Okay, that is the introduction in the Mishnah. We'll begin with the Gemara in the next recording.